James, it's Saturday, so do you know what time it is? Bonus. It's bonus time with another brilliant live tour episode from the Off Menu Tour that we did in 2023. Uh, and this one specifically was on the 18th of October 2023 in the Nottingham Royal Concert Hall with our brilliant special guest, Sam Campbell. Yes. Now, we said in previous episodes, you know, there's some callbacks to the first half that might not make sense. Yeah. And we've let you know that, you know, the audience chose the secret ingredient, which yeah. in this case is Vegemite. Vegemite. Keep that keep that in mind. Also, I think you should know in this episode that um, Sam Campbell, uh, for the whole thing, and it was a surprise to us when he walked on stage, is wearing a crash helmet that has a fork, an upright fork stuck to it that's coming out of it yeah. with a, a sausage skewered on the fork. Yes. For the whole episode, he's wearing that on his head. And a T-shirt. And, and a T-shirt. Yeah, that a says t-shirt. food lover. It says food lover in caps lock that fills the whole T-shirt. So I think there is a picture of that available on our social yeah. media if you want to go and have a so look. You'll be able to go and see that. Yeah. But um, just, just so our reaction... To Sam, maybe we even describe it to the listener. Maybe I think we, we were, probably do. Maybe yeah. we were professional on the yeah. night. I think we probably do describe it. But what we really can't do justice to is our faces when Sam no. came out and does what he does at the beginning of the episode. So yeah. look, look forward to that. I remember seeing an interview with Teller once from Penn and Teller. Yeah, and uh, because he talks in the interviews, does he? Yes, and he said that like a, a magician had shown him a, a, a trick, mm. and because uh, because he's a magician himself, he knew where the trick was going. Yeah. So the magician threw in a little thing there where he did the opposite of what a magician would expect. Yes. And that it filled him with joy and said it was yeah. a lovely gift that the yeah. magician gave him to make him feel like uh, he believed in magic uh, and, and magic was done for him, like a genuine audience member. And I felt like that was Sam Campbell. Yes. Doing the uh, doing the outfit. I yeah. think he, he came, he deliberately kept it a secret from us, really went out of his way yeah. because he wanted to make us laugh as well when he came out yeah. and not just have us being on it. Yeah. He wanted to make us audience members too. Yes. Thank you, Sam, for that gift. Here it is, Sam Campbell, live in Nottingham. Thank you for this gift. It's time to do the podcast proper. Ed Gamble, kick us off like only you can. <laughs> Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the John Dory fish and chips of humour. Getting Tommy at home to cook the steak of friendship. Putting them all together and getting the Fuskers Fish and Chips Surf and Turf Off Menu Podcast. That is it, Gamble. My name is James A. Castle. Together we own a dream restaurant. And every single week we invite in a guest and ask them their favourite ever. Start a main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Sam Campbell. You all know Sam Campbell. One of our favourite comedians, currently absolutely smashing it on Taskmaster. We are very, very excited to have Sam here. We all know the secret ingredient. We did that in the first half. So, without further ado, this is the off-menu menu of Sam Campbell. Welcome, Hi. Sam. Thanks so much. Can I, sorry, can I just say, on behalf of all of us, on behalf of the city of Nottingham, and on behalf of the entire Midlands region, thank you so much for a delicious and spellbinding evening. <laughs> Take a seat, please, Sam. Sorry, can I just say... <laughs> 
mean, this means a lot to me. I've, I've been a casualty of the loneliness epidemic. I've, I faced a lot of obstacles, you know? I'll tell you what, the man upstairs really knows how to throw a curveball. <laughs> but I was never truly alone. Because every Wednesday, my body is filled with a warmth that enters through my ears in the form of the most amazing podcast. I've been to so many places with so many incredible people. I've smiled with excitement as Scroobius Pip describes his crazy pizza. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I've trembled with delight as... <laughs> as Claudia Winkleman describes her most perfect tuna melt. <laughs> I've gasped as the magician Dynamo talks about his corned beef hash. <laughs> I was never alone, because I was with you guys. You've gotten me through so many storms. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> oh, God. Why did I... I literally thought Sam was just going to walk out and sit down. Yeah. But of course he's not going to fucking do that. Don't know why we thought that. Yeah. I don't even know where all that stuff came from. No. Honestly, we've not seen any of this. Yeah. It's not been mentioned to us. We were side of stage. Sam was dressed completely differently. Yeah. He had, didn't have a bag on him at all of yeah. any sort. So he's clearly arranged that with these guys. Yeah. And they've been hiding that. That was the first time we'd seen it. That speech was the least of our worries. Yeah. <laughs> Sam was texting me last night going, I'm really worried about the show, about my menu and stuff, and turned up with a fucking fully prepared monologue. Yeah. And those were the correct dishes for each of those guests yeah. as well. <laughs> well, welcome, Sam. Hey, how have you been? Yeah, awesome. good. Yes, James, please. We need to start this properly, oh, Sam. So, yeah, get ready. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, obviously, as a student of the show, you know that James is a genie. On, yeah, on, so we need absolutely. to get, get the genie out the lamp. Um, I always ask this to the guests. Would you like to rub the lamp, or should we do it in an imaginary fashion? Do you want to rub the lamp? Yeah. You can go and rub the lamp. Oh. Yeah. It's funny it's called a lamp, isn't it? It's more... It, yeah. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, a lamp. <laughs> like a strange pot. Yes. I think you do like... I think traditionally you would like the ends because it would have oil in it. It's an oil lamp? Yes. Okay, well, let's get oily. <laughs> I summon this... Gra- oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome, Sam Campbell, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Genuinely scared. He was genuinely scared by that. That was Sorry. amazing. You didn't want to scare you, man. Oh no, it was um, it was awe, it was excitement, it was everything. How's that staying on your head? Because when you walk, yeah, it's like you're trying to balance it a bit. No, but you're fine then. That's solid. Yeah. What are we talking? Oh, for, if you're lis- just listening to this, um, Sam is wearing a t-shirt that says "Food Lover" and a helmet with a sausage on a fork on it. <laughs> just thought I should describe it for the listener. And uh, for the big finale, you guys are going to lady in the tramp that sausage. <laughs> Could happen. Is that a real sausage or is that a... It's a vegetarian sausage. It's not that old. 
makes me quite suspicious, Sam. I'm not sure I want a lady in the tramp that sausage anymore. No, no, no. This is, this is fine to lady in the tramp. Yes. And, I mean, you've been a vegetarian for how long now? Maybe for three years. So ever since, yeah. Ever since I watched that big documentary, Leaving Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, we're, we're we're very excited to hear your menu, Sam. Oh yeah, I you, can't wait. You've been putting a lot of thought into it. I have, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> putting everything that in this hat, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were texting Ed a lot yeah. about your concerns, and Ed, Ed would, when I ever, whenever I saw Ed. Ed would go, yeah, and Sam's been saying, like, you know, I don't know what to say. And, blah, blah. and I was like, why haven't I received any of these texts from yes. Sam? <laughs> All the concerns are just you focus a lot towards of it on Ed. Me, yeah. um, Ed's less moody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to catch you in one of your moods. And I... <laughs> but I was just nervous about... I'm just not the biggest foodie in the world. Like, I'm just, yeah. But I'll, I'll give it a crack, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> Good, but you know you. when people talk about food, I do zone out. Okay. <laughs> this might be an issue then, Sam. Yeah. yeah. Well, we always start with still or sparkling water, Sam. Do you have a preference? I'm going to have to go with sparkling water. Some booze, though. Some booze for sparkling water. When, why do you like sparkling water? Or why do you prefer it to still? Did you not know there'd be follow-up questions? <laughs> Have you ever had a guest who thinks about what they're trying to say? Oh, I... <laughs> Should have learned to leave gaps, so no, I apologise. Into... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've really uh, got into it at the library in Sydney, in a big way. Say again? So, the... so, so uh, in, I'm from... You know, in Sydney, there's the Marrickville Library and Pavilion. It's like this amazing... It was voted as one of the top ten libraries in the world by a major website. <laughs> it was. And, yep. um, yeah, you can get free refills of sparkling water. So once you get your first bottle, you hold on to that all day and you can just, yeah, continue that journey. How many bottles of water would you say you'd get through, and I've never asked this question before, during a day at the library? <laughs> I'd say four or five bottles of sparkling water. Wow. And do they offer the same deal with still water as well? It was only with sparkling. Oh, um, I reckon, yeah, they would. They, it would be the same. Because that's free in most... And, and, and clean drinking water is a human right. <laughs> like you're whooping that as if finally someone in the show has said that. Why didn't Ed and James open with clean drinking water as a human right? I'm more concerned about the majority of the audience who didn't whoop that. <laughs> so, at the library, you would have a choice between still or sparkling water, mm. but you went for sparkling. I would often go for sparkling, yeah. So I would say, when Ed asked you how long you've had that preference, it sounds like before then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that wasn't the first time I had it. <laughs> but is it because it feels like a better deal when you're offered still or sparkling water for free? Sparkling feels like a better deal to get for free, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would, you... nev I've ne would never really have it at home. No. You'd not buy a bottle of sparkling water for home? I've bought, I've bought a soda stream, but never for myself as a gift. 
You bought it as a gift for other people. For my friend's wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. I was living with him, I was living with him and I was living with them both. Yes. Yeah. She's my friend as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're in their fifties. <laughs> when were you? Is this Mark Silcox? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's Mark Silcox's wife. <laughs> I used to live with Mark Silcox near the airport. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if it's everyone... a shame that not everyone will know who Mark Silcox yeah. is, but also it would take. Way too long to explain yeah, to you yeah. um, this man. Um, Mark Silcox, okay, just, just quick yeah. run through. If Mark Silcox came on now, you would all look to Sam as the voice of reason. <laughs> That's what kind of a man Mark Silcox yeah. is. So Mark Silcox's wife, who, as far as I understand, I've never met her, but she's a very normal person. And you bought her a soda stream. Yeah. Is that because she ever she expressed an interest in having Soda Stream? It and, must have come up. <laughs> <laughs> and was it was it for her birthday or something? Was it was it... when I left their home. Yeah, well, so, like when I, it was time for me to you know find my own place. I can't, can't be living with yeah. Yeah. So you you left a Soda Stream yeah. in your place essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Problems or bread? Problems or bread? Sam Campbell. Problems or bread? The sausage stayed. I really thought that was the end of the sausage there, and it's rock solid up there. It's impressive. Oh, um... <laughs> Poppadums or bread, Sam? Oh, um... <laughs> listen, I'm going to go with poppadums. Yeah. And don't be conservative with the yoghurt. <laughs> Is that something that annoys you, if, if people bring you poppadums and they're conservative with the yoghurt? Oh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I do like the yoghurt to be there, yeah. Yeah. To be present. And plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, how often are you having poppadoms? Would you, you on, the, on a weekly basis, how many poppadoms would you say you're eating? Uh, how many times am I having it a week and how many am I having? Yes. Oh. Shivers. I reckon once a month. <laughs> once a month and I maybe I'll, I don't know, I'd have three or four. It's usually with a group. A group of people and a group of poppadoms. <laughs> Yeah. Is that the term for lots of poppadoms, a group, would you say? I'm still stuck on shivers. Yeah. <laughs> it was so natural as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of your vocab. A stack. A stack. Big stack. Big stack of poppadoms. Big stack of poppadoms. I, I, I know you mainly have in the yoghurt. Is that the main dip there? Or are you getting all the other dips involved? What I like to do, and you might want to try this, is I dip the poppadoms in the yoghurt. That's pretty clever, man. <laughs> so you know what I've been doing? I've been eating all the poppadoms completely dry. It's horrible. <laughs> and then I've been knacking the yoghurt just to try and just mix them up in my stomach. Yeah. First genius. Now, there is an argument for that, but I like to, when I eat, I really... <laughs> no, no, I do. I like to kind of combine all the different flavours. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Lime pickle? Sorry? Do you, uh... <laughs> Lime pickle? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mango chutney? Oh, yes, yes, thank you. Yeah. No, I saw that you did understand yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> you came back straight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So if I went back to lime pickle now, would you know what I was talking about? Ah, yes. <laughs> but we just don't have time. 
The chopped up raw onion. You having that? Yeah, with yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. I'm sort of an onion fanatic. Are you? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Let's hear more about <laughs> you being an onion fanatic. Well, um, you know, it's sort of something that, that has happened for me this year. Um, this sort of, yeah, I guess caramelised onions have kind of made their way in. <laughs> yeah, to the diet. Yeah. And what are you having those with, the caramelised onions? What are your favourite dishes? I'm on the caramelised onion diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it. only thing I eat. <laughs> are you caramelising at home? How do you caramelise? Teach me. I want to be you. Okay. Um, <laughs> this I is why you get the text now. <laughs> I don't uh, even want to swap lives with you. I want to be like a passenger inside your mind and just see... I want you to make the decisions, but I see them. Like, like being, being John Malkovich. Yeah. That sort of thing, yeah. Um, you were t- when I was in Melbourne at the, at the same time as you, you were texting James quite a lot, saying that you were in the same hotel as me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird text to receive. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm in the same hotel as Ed Gamble. Okay, have you said hello? I don't want to bother him. <laughs> I'd say the, the key is just don't turn up the heat too high. You've got to low and slow with caramelised onions. It's going to take way longer oh, yeah. than you think it is. Is it one of these things? Some people are talking about things that take 12 hours to cook. Is that real? No. I think it's real, but not onions. They wouldn't. I'd say you're right. looking at half an hour plus, but it, I wouldn't. Don't cook an onion for twelve hours, whatever you do. How low would you have to go heat-wise yeah. to cook them for twelve hours, and then <laughs> and they still how you want them? You could put them in the oven, I reckon, overnight on a very very low heat, and it would. I mean, it probably wouldn't caramelise them, but it would bake. It would bake it overnight. Do that with tomatoes, man. You do little tomatoes in the oven. You're essentially drying them out in the oven overnight. Overnight, pretty cool. I wouldn't be able to sleep. <laughs> I wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to sleep. I think the house is going to catch fire. Oh, right. Yeah, I was like, I that, thought you meant gonna... you'd be so excited about the tomatoes. <laughs> no. Well, maybe, I don't know. But, like, I think, well. Getting up, you keep looking through the. It's like Christmas. Yeah, it is a bit. My um, wife used to share a flat with someone. Uh, he's, he's a lovely man. He's, he's still a very good friend. But the first night she was sharing a flat with him, she was like weirded out because she was in a new place or whatever. She got up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water about three, four in the morning. She came into the kitchen and all of the lights were off, uh, but he was stood in front of the oven and the light from the oven was just lighting him. <laughs> and he was, uh, he was baking a cake. <laughs> four in the morning, completely silently, watching a cake bake. You respect that? Pretty late for a cake. <laughs> So, yeah, I think half an hour to 45 minutes. What's the longest that someone has cooked something for and it still came out okay? Wow. Good luck, man. Good luck with this one. I guess, like, barbecue, like, Texas barbecue food, you probably cook that for, you know, 15, 16 hours sometimes with, like, a brisket or pulled pork. Wasn't there something that was cooking for a 1,000 years? Is that what am I... Why are you asking questions? You've already got the answers to them. No, I thought he would know. You're like, what do you, you mean like in the, I think there's a temple in Japan somewhere where they've... It might be in Japan, apologies if I'm wrong, but they've got like a soup that's been cooking for like hundreds or thousands of years. And Do they, they ever dip into it? Yeah, I think they... No one, they haven't had any yet. I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But I think that's like they're adding to it all the time. So there's like bits that have been there for that long. Like a sourdough starter. You know, a sourdough starter, you're just adding to it Didn't all the someone time. do that with a rock and it was a trick? No, I think you're right. I think it might be a fable or something. Do you know like about a stone, this? A stone yeah. soup, yeah. Do you know about this? Oh, the stone soup fable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. this one? Yeah, yeah. They keep, uh, yeah. They got so it. this guy, he's got like a... Okay, that's not how fables start, Sam. <laughs> I didn't tell you, we don't know how Australian fables okay, go. And then, and then there's I other fables. I most Australian fables go start off with this there's, guy or this Sheila. Yeah. yeah. This, there was this fella, and pretty much all he had was a rock. That's all he's got. Somehow ends up with an incredible meal. How? Here's what he did. He went... He, so basically he goes, oh, my God, we're making this amazing soup. Everyone's got to contribute something. I've got this rock. What have you got? Someone's like, I've got some amazing... Type of food? Ham. Ham. I've got some... Celery. Celery. Basically, everyone in the community contributes one thing, and at the end of it, he's got this amazing soup. He goes, well, yeah, we've made, we've made this, and then he got to have some of it. <laughs> I had forgot that fable, and yeah. when you told it, I was like, oh, yeah. I like the way you told that fable, though, as if it was just something your friend told you. <laughs> can, you tell, can you do um, the tortoise and the hare for me? Basically, there was this... It was, it was a pretty huge race. I'd be surprised if you didn't hear about it. Um, so, yeah, I think a, a lot of animals were involved. I'm actually not too sure about which other animals were in it. These two do tend to dominate the story. But, yeah, a huge race. Everyone thinks the hare is going to win. Everyone's like, man, you've got this in the bag. This is yours. And the turd, the tortoise... The tortoise is like, oh, do I even stand a chance? Should I even enter? His coach was like, You've still, you should do it. <laughs> it is for charity. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, beautiful charity. And um, What charity? Sorry? What charity was, did it, was the tortoise running for? Alopecia. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> It affects so, yeah. tortoises quite badly. Yeah, it does. Well, they... <laughs> anyway, it is maybe in poor taste to have a hair. Uh... <laughs> Still got it, never lost it. <laughs> well, let's get on to your menu proper, Sam. Uh, your dream starter. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with a sandwich. Now, I did have a little sneak preview of this because one of the texts Sam sent me late last night was, do you, do you think a sandwich could be a starter? <laughs> what I wasn't expecting was for Sam to just say, I'm going to go with a sandwich. <laughs> so, where in the library did you discover sandwiches? <laughs> What, is it a specific type of sandwich, Sam? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Go on, buddy. Um, ca- <laughs> Caramelised onion. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not involved. Red onions. Okay. Are you... Ra- in, fine if you are, mm. making this sandwich up as you go along. <laughs> This is a real sandwich that I had recently. Great. Great. Yeah. Okay, let's pick up from Red Onion then. (laughs) Red Onion. You got this. You got this, man. So, Red Onion. Yeah. Red Onion. Bechamel sauce. 
Yep. So it's, that's, that's like it's in a film where there's a scene and two women are talking. It's not about a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bachelor test. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, um, this, this, um, this operation would not pass that test. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, roast. When we, what are we talking? Roast to ro- some uh, the sandwich that you bought. Up, that's what we're pe- talking about. <laughs> so, roasted peppers. Roasted peppers. Which I don't think I know what a pepper really is. Because in Australia we have capsicums, but that's and then we have chilies. But I think you call pep all chilies and capsicum. Everything's a pepper over here, huh? I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have got like bell peppers would be like the standard ones, then chili peppers. But bell peppers very American, right? I think in the UK we just call everything. We just peppers. call them peppers. But yeah. I'm just, I mean, look at what I'm explaining would to. <laughs> James, would you even let the word capsicum pass your lips? No. Capsicum is what we would just call a pepper, right? The bigger, yeah. So you would say, what about zucchini? Would you ever say that? Would you Wouldn't that go with courgette, I think we'd go really? with Really? Change that, lose that. Courge- <laughs> zucchini. No, wouldn't go Zucchini. No. I know what... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing later? Yeah, I might have a zucchini. What about you? I'm to have a courgette. It sounds wrong. <laughs> it's, it's very boarding school. It's wrong. Yeah. One me round. So you've got the, the bread... Yeah. What kind of bread is it? I couldn't say it was toasted. Okay. Where was this from? He it, made it in his home. No, no, house. no, 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 okay. I didn't make it. it was, oh, okay, no, sorry. Sorry, Sam, to, I got angry. A man angry. gave it to me. A man gave it to you. Did you give the man money? Yes. So. It was all above board, guys. <laughs> where did you, so where did you buy it from? This, uh, Crunch & Co. Crunch & Co. Yeah. Where's Crunch and Co? In Brighton, it's got a 4.4 rating, but it deserves more. <laughs> Are you allowed to have one that's from a place? Yeah. I was actually going to just describe it and not mention the place to sound more, but I'm glad I've mentioned the place. Yeah, you yeah. can mention the specific place every time if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So Crunch and Co in Brighton, 4.4 deserves higher. Yeah. So you red, know red onion, bechamel. Peppers, like roasted yeah. roasted peppers. Yeah. yeah. Anything else in there? There was some other stuff I don't know about. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know about? I think there was one other thing that I can't... It, it doesn't come to mind, but it was really sensational. But I think the main stuff's there. I don't think the main stuff is there. <laughs> I think the things you've mentioned can't be the main stuff. I think the red onion, the bechamel sauce, and the peppers... It's all a bit sparkly. None of those it? are the headliner of any no. sandwiches. Yeah. I think what you're missing out right now... Well, it wasn't ...is great. the main bit. <laughs> OK. Ah. I know it's going to be a veggie one. Do you yes. know what it looked like, the main, the main thing, or what it tasted like? We can try and really narrow it down. If this turns it out was, to be a veggie sausage, quite... I'm going to go mental. Have you got your phone on you? I've got my phone on me, yeah. Google Crunch & Co. Crunch & because normally Benito would be able to do this because he'd be in the room with us with and a laptop. And can I say it wasn't an open-faced sandwich? It wasn't an open-faced sandwich. It was a... Closed casket. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. I think Sam, is it Crunch no. and Co or Crunch and Co? I think it's Crunch and Co. Crunch and okay. Co. OK, you guys just keep chatting. He's a great it. guy. Michael Crunch. <laughs> and, an, and an amazing team. Can you tell me more about Michael Crunch and his team? Okay, I'm going to say, Sam, big things have happened because Crunch & Co on Google is 4.8. 
This podcast changes lives. <laughs> Grilled sandwiches. Here we go. Oh, my God. Here you go. It's just tense now, Sam. It is tense. It's exciting. Oh, uh, oh, dear. You're going to feel like a real fool, James. Pepper crunch. Roasted peppers and red onions with bechamel sauce and cheese mix. Bang, that's it. Is that real? You're right, you're correct. It's the main stuff. It's the main stuff. I mean, you know what? Called... I nearly kind of like, when I said it, wasn't, it can't be the main thing. Yeah. I don't know if I did say it now, but you... I nearly said, there's no, like, it's not a pepper sandwich, is it? Yeah. Did I say that out loud? No, or you didn't. Was it in no. my head? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And it's called pepper crunch. Well, let me tell you, their classic crunch is exactly the same, but without the peppers or onion. It's bechamel sauce and cheese. What? AKA the wettest sandwich in the fucking world. Yeah, and it's got the word crunch in it somehow. And the bread is uh, a choice of white or brown cam- campagne or white, white sourdough or gluten-free bread. So there you go, but you need to pay 75p extra for gluten-free. Well, look, that sandwich is real. We know Sam's not making shit real? up here. You loved it. You love Mike Crunch and his team. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's like a beautiful Can we start, log so. that? Can we get that up there? Or yeah. <laughs> logged. It's logged. That's your starter. Oh, great. Your dream main course. Oh. I'm going to go with Biang Biang Noodles. Bang Bang Noodles. I think there's an I in there. Biang Biang. Biang Biang Noodles. Biang Biang. Biang Biang. Biang Biang. I couldn't quite work out whether you were saying that or you were just saying bang in a weird way, so... How, do you, how would you say it? How's it spelled? B-I-A-N-G. <laughs> yeah. Biang, biang, I guess. Biang, biang. Biang, biang. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Sam, what's a biang, biang noodles? You've had this dish. I'm not sure I have. Take me through it. What's in them? You've never had them? I don't think so. Well, it is from the, the city of Cheyenne. The Shanxi province. It's a delicious, long, flat noodle. I've not had it. You've never had that? No. This is a really good dish. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about it. Describe it to us. So it's from the Shanghai province? I think think it's the the Shanxi um, province. What what, what province? Shanxi province. Shanxi province. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the longest noodle you've ever seen. So when you see a bowl of this stuff, you're like, oh, there's probably 40 noodles in there. There's like three. <laughs> it just keeps going. You're like, I've been eating this same noodle for like 20 minutes. What's going on? So you could, if you wanted to lady in the tramp with someone, you could do it from about 800 metres away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could have a long distance relationship yeah. and do this. <laughs> what, so what are they served with, the Biang Biang noodles? What, what's the flavouring in there? I think oil. So just oil? Yeah. You get it near Emirates Stadium. Hang on. So you're, you want just the Biang Biang noodles, three of them, with oil. Which is more than... It's like a seriously long noodle. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just with oil. It doesn't come with any... There's there no... is other stuff. There's chilli and you can get it with a tomato base. Okay, the plot thickens. Yeah. But no like other veggies in there or anything. Bok choy! <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Yeah, bok choy. Yeah. Is that the end of the list of the veggies that are in there? I really think that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to question that yeah, this time. You, yeah. Fool me once. Yeah, I've been fooled before. So I believe that it's just the bok choy. Yeah. And the oil. There must be garlic in there, Sam. And look, take it from me, man. You don't want to. You don't want to go there and start saying, this must be in there, because I look yeah. like an absolute prick over here. <laughs> After pepper crunch. Yeah, but so. we can't Google Biang Biang Noodles Emirates Stadium, can we? It's, I think... Yeah, this is it. This oh, is it Jam Impression? Yeah. Is that near the Emirates Stadium? Yeah. What is that? What's it called? Jam Impression. It's a very famous restaurant. Um, have you been there? He's got it 23 times from Uber Eats. He's in the top 1%. Some people can't hear what he said. He said he's ordered, he's ordered from there 23 times on Uber Eats. He says he's in the top 1% uh, customers. And I can't see him, but I'm pretty sure he's wearing a helmet with a sausage on it. <laughs> 23 times. I mean, it sounds absolutely delicious. I've never. How do you find that stuff out? Is there like a delivery wrapped or something in the year? How does he I know get, that? Do you, yeah, they do, you do get... keep stats on people. They do do stats. They, do, they keep the stats. You yeah. did, did you get? Did Uber Eats contact you to tell you that? What? And they knew you were moving out. <laughs> it happens manually. When you hold on. When you move house, Uber Eats then says, before you go, here's everywhere you ordered from and how many times, and you were in the top 1% of the customers at, at this place. Yeah. Man, where'd hey, you think? I've got a question. What's your name? <laughs> Nope. Um, Chloe, I'm imagining Chloe is halfway home right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. You've got a beautiful family. <laughs> Classy. What do you reckon, James? I'll ask you this first. I'm going to ask you this as well, Sam. When you move house, yeah. what restaurant do you reckon is going to be the top one for you that Uber Eats are going to tell you? Uh, Uber Eats will tell me I'm in the top 1% for sticks and sushi. Sticks and Sushi. Uh, that's what it will tell me. Yeah. Top 1%, you reckon? Yeah, I, I order from Sticks and Sushi a lot um, and uh, always get the Hell's Kitchen sushi and the, the salmon tartar stuff. Top 1%. <laughs> More than 23 times as well. I'm not a fucking wimp. Are you ordering a lot of uh, takeaway to your house, Sam? I really try not to. Why not? Just the way they treat their riders and drivers. <laughs> Sam's always got a curveball, and it turns out this time it was a genuinely serious point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sending him out with helmets that don't have sausages on top of them. <laughs> um, I, have, I, I used to get Mackie Mayo a little bit when I was living in London, you know? You ever go there? Mackie Mayo. Mackie Mayo? No, what's that? It's like um, gangam chicken, but I'll get the gangam tofu. Nice. Whoa, like yeah. Korean fried tofu stuff. Yeah, I would yeah. get that, yeah. Nice. Uh, for me, um, I don't really want to say now because you've made that point about how they treat their riders and drivers. Oh, no, 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 no. A lot of, these, a lot of them are bad people. 
bread, bread and truffle. They do big focaccia sandwiches, and I, I'm like, I'll only have that if I'm hungover. I'm feeling a bit sad, and uh, I got it three times last week. <laughs> These noodles sound great. We know where they're from now. Yes, and they we found out what's in them after all that. No, the Jean uh, Impression website was being a little slow. Uh, oh. Safari could not open the page because the server stopped responding. Have you had these noodles before? Yeah, I order every time. Those noodles every time? And are those all the, is it bok choy, oil and tomato base? Yeah. Nothing else? Ah, <laughs> uh, come to think of it, there was a bit of garlic, actually. <laughs> um, no, wait, hold on a moment, yes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dream side dish. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam you li- we literally saw you reading your notes before you came yeah. out here. <laughs> and also, you then delivered a monologue about how much you love the podcast and how it's got you through, I believe, the epidemic of loneliness, is what you called it. It's so hard to read that document that I... Because it's, it's quite blue writing. Writing's quite blue. I've run out of my black cartridge on my um, printer, so it's like just blue, and it's hard. It's hard to read blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the my, one of my favourite things about you, Sam. And there are many, but certainly it's only occurred to me on this podcast is the way you say something completely that has no response to it, and then look at me as if your turn now. <laughs> it's hard to read in blue. I don't know, just hoping stuff will spark. You go, oh, I just had a problem with my printer, or I've got a great recommendation. Sure. You've got a switch. There's a new colour that we've discovered. <laughs> and Joe, you know what? I understand what you mean. You're completely right. And look, I'm a, I'm a weird guy. But, like, it's really... what Ed is saying is it's like you're playing tennis with Ed and you're either side of a net, and um, you've, like, just served over, like, a, a wet cabbage... Yeah, and then you look at Ed like, because <laughs> nothing is going to top what you did. Yeah. It's too funny. You know what is going to get is getting huge is pickleball. Have you? <laughs> it's the fastest okay, growing just, ball but, sport in North America. Before he talks about this, this is a genuine thing that Sam has been playing. Yeah, I've spoke to him about this uh, off stage. Sam is playing pickleball a lot, so let's hear about it. Go ahead and talk about pickleball. There's some. Enthusiasts here. There's a few people in this crowd who really get me. So the <laughs> pickleball, it's, it's seriously, it's huge in America. Someone I know went on a date with Larry David's pickleball coach. <laughs> Doesn't that just rock your world? It's insane. Sam, yeah. what is pickleball? Oh, no, okay. This is the exact conversation I had with him. Yeah. Every time I asked him what pickleball was, he said something like that. <laughs> What's pickleball? Someone I know has met Larry David's pickleball coach. Yep. What's pickleball? <laughs> oh, it's the fastest growing sport in North America. Yeah. Okay, I will get what into it. But there, there are pickleball magazines. Like, if, if something has magazines, it is 
it is going to take over. But it's like it's almost like a cross between table tennis and tennis. It's using wooden um, bats and a pickleball, which is like a plastic ball with holes in it. It looks, I mean, it's just a pickleball, really. It's a yellow <laughs> plastic ball with holes. It's quite plasticky, and you thwack that over, and it's like I think the good thing is that elderly people can play it. So is it on like a full-size tennis court? No, no, much smaller, Ed. About the size of this um, custom mat. Okay, so about the size of this custom mat, and uh, it's like a big ball with holes in it. It's not that big. It's about this big. Tennis this ball big. size? Tennis ball size? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and elderly people can play it. Yeah. And that's why you like it? I just... I, you can pick it up really quickly. Yeah. When I've just fallen in love with this ball. Okay. I think so far, I understand the size of the court yeah. and what the ball looks like. Yes. I still don't understand the objective of the game, what the rules are, how people play it. And I'm not super clear on that stuff. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's just like tennis, basically. There's a net. There is a net, yeah. Bats, and you yeah. hit it over. But, so it's like tennis... But in a smaller enclosure... It's like table tennis if you were on the table, but it wasn't tennis and you had wood and there was a pickleball. <laughs> table tennis if you're on the table is just tennis, isn't yeah. it? When you, as soon as you said it's like a cross between table tennis and tennis, it's like one of those is what the other one is based on <laughs> in a smaller way. It's like a cross between football and table football. <laughs> It is weird to say that. It's like the cross between a cousin and a nephew, but aren't they sort of similar? Oh, I... <laughs> no, no, not like that. No, it's not like that at all. Cousins and nephews are different relations. But for my starter, I'll probably have a fatouche salad. <laughs> <laughs> or a majadara. A what? Majadara. What's that? This is something else. I was eating a lot of Middle Eastern food for a while. Yeah. And um, that was a favourite of mine. It's lentils and... and <laughs> It's caramel, caramelised onion. <laughs> and that's really nice. So that all, I love a fatouche salad that's really fresh. You know when you can just... Are you, sorry, can I, are you picking your starter again? I think, I think it's the side dish now. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. The, yeah. So they are similar dishes in a way. Yeah? Sides. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Sides. Fatu- fresh fatouche salad. Yeah. That is delicious. It's good stuff. I don't think I've had a fatouche salad. Really? I don't think I have. I bet you have. Well, it's lentils and caramelised onions. No, 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 no. That's the other thing. That's a majadara. That's a majadara. Okay. So what's a fatouche? <laughs> I only just learned what pickleball do you is. Go, what's a fatouche salad? Ingre- do you want to go ingredient for ingredient yeah, with the, with the fatouche? So yeah. Oh, this is fun. This is like watching pickleball but with words. <laughs> <laughs> James! It's... Uh... <laughs> You'll be the death of me. <laughs> it's, um, we're going, we're starting um, with fried, like pita bread and it's fried. Ooh. And it's sliced up finely. Yes. Ooh. Well, I like the sound of this salad so far. Tomato. Ooh. Cucumber. Okay. It's a Sam Campbell favourite, so it must feature our old friend, Red Onion. Ooh. How have you been? <laughs> no, I, no, no. What's another one? You keep you carry on, carry on. No, it's like, no, you can't carry on. He can't, it's not swing ball. Like, He's not going to be keep hitting it. Put me under the microscope and go, name food. 
how have you been? Carry on. <laughs> Some, the cheese that's involved. Like, but I don't think there's cheese involved. Could there be in a this salad sounds very boring. Don't shout anything out. Tomatoes, cucumbers, red onions and pita bread. Parsley, I think, is a big player Parsley. in it. Mm. Olive you oil. really like things that have like 400 ingredients. Some things have only three. Olive oil. <laughs> lemon juice, probably quite a lot of lemon juice. Anthony, baby, what do you got on Fatouche? You say Anthony, baby. <laughs> He's left. He, he came here to shout out Jeanne impression. He owns the place. <laughs> Stop uh, snogging Chloe for two seconds, mate. <laughs> Sam wanted you to help him and give him an ingredient from Fatouche salad. Yeah, when you finish passion, Chuck's an ingredient for a Fatouche. <laughs> <laughs> Salt and pepper, is that? Salt and pepper's a good shout. Yeah, done that. Olive oil! So I've said that. <laughs> I said that ten minutes ago, I reckon. Jimmy, baby, James. Olive oil. Well, it's a delicious choice, anyway. Still no clearer on what anything <laughs> is. But it's lovely to watch you realise what it's like to have a conversation with you. <laughs> and you know the sad thing? Backstage, they don't talk. They're just on the phone. It's sad. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> That sounds like a nice salad sound. What was the other thing you said? Oh. Majadara. Majadara. <laughs> yeah. That I've only had once, but it was... And you know a businessman paid for it? What? No. Like someone who was quite influential in the community paid for it. At this place, I think it's called Alice Eel in Sydney, and I was living... I had this, like... I was... Well, I wanted to live out in the bush. I was so just sick of it all. I was, like, pretty... Yeah, pretty far out west for a while there living in Lakemba, and um, I was at this, it's like a pretty good restaurant, Alice Eel, and then this guy who's like quite a famous businessman who's maybe a little bit like, okay, his family owns a lot of stuff. He's sort of involved in the, in the entertainment world as well. Mm. So he, he, he paid for my meal. <laughs> you know I mean? I went to bed, I saw him, I was like, hey. Uh, Do you think there were strings attached? Well, you know, you know, I had to leave the country for a reason. No, no, um, no, no string. I think it was just they, people like to give favors and stuff like that. And this guy, I've heard a rumor, whatever, you know. I heard one time he just walked in, he walked into a shop and just bought a jacket like it was nothing, and just like it was cold. And he goes, "Hold on," and just bought the jacket like without even thinking about it, just went and did that. Oh, so you so, heard a rumour that no, he no, bought a jacket. No, 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 but in just the most, just like, in the most, like, relaxed, just yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, get this, and it's like... Oh, yeah, no, we know what you mean. So, <laughs> this guy is either uh, me or Ed, or anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but you would think bought... about it, you're like, oh, should I buy a jacket? No, he I would just buy it. You just buy jackets? Yeah. James, um, that's how James buys clothes. Yeah. So... I'd say over the last month, maybe three times, James has arrived at the off-menu studio and smelt himself and gone, God, I stink. <laughs> and then when we had a break, just gone to Ted Baker in the station around the corner and just bought a, bought a new top. That's how he buys clothes. He stinks in the old ones and then just buys whatever's available in Ted Baker. Yeah, most of the time I'm buying new tops, I stink. <laughs> and I walk in there stinking. And I'll say, you got anything in a medium? 
and they go, yep. And then I just go, yep, give me that. And then I go back, and the next podcast episode, I'm wearing a different top. Yeah. Which is brand new, still got the tags on it. But isn't that incredible? Because James is actually a really stylish man, and he looks really good in everything he buys, and it looks like a curated wardrobe. But it's simply whatever they have in medium because the other thing stinks. And what happens to some of this, uh, you know, stinky stuff that you're getting rid of? Wash it, give it to a charity shop, someone else's problem. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, a lot of my fans, I think, are the kind of people, like, they shop at charity shops, they find, you know, some charity chic. So it it tickles me to think that a James A. Caster stand could be walking around in my sweaty T-shirt. I don't know if I'll get this one, it absolutely reeks. But wait. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do, you think you, do you think you have a unique stink, Sam? It was in my scent. Yeah, what, do you have a natural sense that is unique to you? I do. I mean, you know I live in a corporate new build these days. Yes. And it has a treadmill. I've been trying to run... I'm, I'm working my... I'm trying to run 10 kilometres every day. That's pretty good, man. And after that yeah. I do... And I often get lost in my building. Like, I haven't really figured it out yet. Hang and on. I walk around... And are, gets, you run, are you running on the treadmill or around the building for 10k? <laughs> It's just a complicated building. I think yeah. they like. It's only at thirty percent capacity, and it's getting. There's all. There's some weird stuff going on where I live. What? What? Like what sort of weird stuff? There's no lights in the gym, so I run in complete darkness. <laughs> Are you supposed to be living in this building? Because to me, it sounds like you've moved into like a show, a show property. You know when they build the flats, first of all, and they, make, they deck some of them out with, like, furniture to show you what it would be like if you bought them, but it'll say opening in 2026. Have you just moved in? This explains why a lot of my flatmates are going you know, to cut out people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. It's the real deal. It's, it's the real deal, yeah. It's at 30% capacity. Yeah. Have you met everyone else who lives there? I've met a few, and it's pet-friendly. I don't have a pet, but I'm gonna. They're having soon the meet the pets event, and I'm gonna. You know, they can't. They can't stop me from going to that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, after I run, I do. I do. You stink. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you stink or do you? Yeah, worry? I stink sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Is the meet the pets event in a room that has lights, or is it in complete darkness again, and you have to feel the pet and guess which pet it is? <laughs> <laughs> That's got him, hasn't it? And that is so messed up. Imagine going to a fully in darkness meet the pet event. Your mind. (laughs) If you went to a fully in darkness meet the pet event, what would be your favourite? Eel! (laughs) That would be your favourite animal to meet, would it, in the dark? To to, to be, to to touch. To touch in the dark would be an eel. Ooh. I mean, this is. I would worry the lights would come up on no one's got an eel. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you've worked so hard on this format and all the food stuff, yeah, 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 but make this the whole show. <laughs> it's darkness, it's pets in the darkness. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could identify different people's, like, what, what animals they were in the dark if you touched them? I think most of them I'd go, okay, yeah. 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 I would, I'd struggle with some of the breeds. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we think Jack Russell, but, but, you know, let's see. And then here's the, here's the twist at the meeting pets in the dark event in your building. 
So all the pets are at one side of the room and you go and feel them. And the owners are at the other side of the room. And you have to feel them and then match them up with their pets. <laughs> Think you could do that? What would be your technique of the way you'd figure out? Sorry, who's... I've just seen two people leave. <laughs> It was me who did it, Sam. That's not on you, buddy. Imagine that's the point. Where are you going? We're gonna get. We need to grab the cockatiel. <laughs> wow. So yeah, feeling a pet's texture and then matching. I don't know if I'd be good at matching the owner and the pet. But what? What would be? I mean, you know, you're doing well on Taskmaster right now. You've won a few Big episodes. Task, that. Yeah. Um, so like, if that's a task, how are you? Am I allowed to speak to the pet? Yeah, that's the one you'd want to speak to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can speak to one of them and you've chosen the pet, yeah? <laughs> that is, yeah, that's one of the rules, is that you can either speak to the pet or the owner, but you can't speak to both of them. I think I know. Hold on. Can I change my answer? I will talk to the owner. <laughs> Your dream drink, Sam Campbell. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Portino. Portino? I. Just so badly wanted it to be something that I knew what it was. Yeah. But why break the habit of a lifetime? What's, what is it? What's Portino? I don't know. Um, so uh, it's like a. Do you me, know? Do you know what it is, Sam? To me, it's a really luxury soft drink. Winners, okay. winners, 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 winners. Ed Gamble, winners. It's this amazing. What are you saying? <laughs> In North Queensland, where I'm from. What were you saying a minute ago? What was that? What was all that? What was Widders? What? Just Wimmers. connecting with other Did people. Did you say Widders? Winners. 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 W I double M double M E E R S Wimmers. What's Wimmers? What's Wimmers? It's a, well, that's the that's the company that's making these amazing drinks. Okay. <laughs> Wimmers makes the soft drinks. Wimmers. Okay. So the, Wimmers to me, the top three flavors of the Wimmers, um, I'd say Portino. I'd say there's one double sarsaparilla. Mm-hmm. Do you have that here? Double. double? Not a double, we don't really even have sarsaparilla, but like, I know what you mean, I know those drinks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what sarsaparilla is, really. No, we've never really been clear on it. I think we talked about it on the podcast before, we've never really known what sarsaparilla is. I only Similar know it to... from The Simpsons. Yeah. From the saloon scene in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. And Grandpa drinks it. Yeah, sarsaparilla. Yes. But, um... Do you know what sarsaparilla is, Sam? Yeah. What... What is it? What, how do they make it? What's actually? Oh, in, what's... I couldn't. T- molasses? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's it taste like? So no. It does taste like sort of licorice-y, I think. Okay. Yeah. Licorice and sweet and yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's your number three on the top three? Even though we still don't know what Portino is. What's the what's well, the Portino's third Wimmers? Number, number three is one. There's one called Crave, and I couldn't tell you what that is, but it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called Crave. Yeah. yeah. Crave. The blue but it's called thing. Crave, but it's your number three, right? Of the yeah, of winners, yeah. Yeah. I got back in into winners soft drinks kind of recently. I was back in Queensland for a little bit, and uh, yeah, I think it is the most popular soft drink, um, like the biggest selling. Where? 
In Australia, in, Queensland. Not in Australia. Like, most places in Australia don't even have it. This is like, even... <laughs> there's even places in Queensland that don't have it. But if you're in Nambour or Perigian or Noosa, you will get this. Ooh, okay. What are any of those places? <laughs> Where are they? This is like North Queensland. North Queensland. Yeah, you've been to Queensland, surely. Yeah, but I haven't been in those places. Yeah. Um, that, that's all. But like, um, I think I've, I saw the last one on a sign once, but like, I've not been there. Um, so, women's soft drinks are the most popular soft drinks in those three places. I reckon they might be, yeah. What, yeah, beat, they, beat, they beat Coke as well. They're more popular than Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's like in Scotland how Iron Brew ourselves Coke, which yeah. is just, like, amazing. So what's Portino? This is your big favourite. Mm, yeah, this is like... I just remember the first... Wow. If I could take you to Mon Repos. <laughs> so I... Yeah, so I... You can tell me about it. It's just doing some admin. Okay, so I was friends with this kid called Joseph O'Hare, where our families are friends. He's got a pigeon chest, shuts out <laughs> his ribcage like that, which he's had fixed. Congrats to that. Joseph O'Hare. And I never knew it was a thing that he even cared about, but, you know, whatever, yeah. Yeah. And so we used to muck around Monropo. That's where the turtles lay their eggs. The ham and the turtles. It's the O'Hare and the turtle story. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is where turtles go up to lay their eggs and also the eggs hatch, and that was the best because if they went off course, you got to actually pick up a baby turtle and mm. put it into the ocean. Amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, we... The thing is, because we got you to tell the ham and the tortoise earlier, I feel like... You're Kaiser Soze in us right now with a story that you're just piecing together from yeah. stuff we talked about earlier. So your friend Jimmy O'Hare, who used to live <laughs> near the Turtles, it just feels a little bit suspicious. Carry yeah. on. Well, well I can, you know, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my reality. But yeah, we yeah. used to love just... Yeah, do you know we just love drinking Portino and, like, making up our own card... Uh, Benito, I, I can't. I don't have enough reception uh, to find out what Portino is. Will you Google it and put it on the screen for us? Thank you. So Sorry, you and Jimmy O'Hare. Jimmy O'Hare would live near Joseph O'Hare. Joseph O'Hare, Joseph O'Hare. lived near where the turtles came and laid their eggs, and you and and Joseph O'Hare would go and look at the turtles. Yeah, yeah. And you would drink a lot of Portino while you were doing that. Yeah. Great. What is Portino? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just remember. So we were huge into playing like um, cricket, but with. <laughs> Not with, we're just with the lid of the bin. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's what we do. And I remember this guy coming up to us, and he, he said, you, I don't, he does, we don't even know this guy, but he goes, you guys could have fun in a plastic bag. Um, it's grape and berry flavour. It's grape and berry. <laughs> Yeah, sounds nice. It's carbonated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> not an alcohol boy. No alcohol for you. In my life, ever. In your life? Do you... um, not, not so much. I'm not a huge. Are you guys big, big drinkers? You get, you get crazy with that stuff. We like alcohol. Yeah, we're not big drink. I mean, on occasion, sure. But um, yeah, we like it. <laughs> but, but we like soft drinks as well a lot. My, my agent listens to the podcast and is. Um, completely blown away by how many soft drinks Ed and I keep shouting out and yeah. how men in their late 30s 
seem to be able to shout out so many different types of fizzy pop they love. So, yeah. The drink that gets me most excited, and I talked about it earlier, is uh, Pepsi Max cherry flavour. If I'm, if I'm driving back from somewhere from a gig late at night, I go in and, and my special treat is getting a Pepsi Max with cherry and I skip to the car. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm over the moon. But also, I do have alcohol, yeah. I've, I've got a problem, yeah. I mean, we'll probably all have a beer after this to unwind. <laughs> Ed Gamble. I, um, do you... <laughs> do you for a beer about... with you, I imagine you would take the fork out, replace it with a bottle opener, yeah. and then we'd be there all, <laughs> all night. <laughs> you wanted a beer, right, Gamble? <laughs> Just smashing on the... I'll, I'll line up another one. It's OK. You know, me and Joseph O'Hare used to drink these. <laughs> and do you like aloe vera juice? <laughs> sure. I don't think I've ever had aloe vera juice, yet. That's know. what you'd have at Zan Impressions. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you, do you have it there when you go I there? I think it's the most... It feels like it's the most refreshing drink, but it's secretly not that refreshing. Right. It doesn't... To me, aloe vera, I always connect with, like, shampoo... Because yeah. there was a big thing of it being in shampoo in the like nineties and early noughties. Every shampoo advert would be like aloe vera. So I don't think I could pop it in a drink. Really, I'd just be thinking of, of henna, you know. Mm. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> you've been you've been con- conditioned. Yeah. I've... Some washing up liquids and stuff as well. Yeah. And like. Uh... Uh, washing detergents like aloe vera kind of gets into all that stuff that's mainly cleaning I wouldn't really want to drink it that's sad I have the same thing with gingerbread <laughs> what do you mean? well I just don't do any you know I spend so much time throwing it at trains <laughs> yes I forgot that about you Talking of gingerbread. Your dream dessert, Sam Campbell. Right. Um, oh, it's so hard. Do people ever, they say two and then you, you help the person choose? Yeah, that... we can do that if yeah, you've got yeah. two. You can... Want your hand? Yeah, yeah. Give me a hand. Okay, so for me, it's a toss up between the sponge roll or the pikelets. <laughs> no, 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 listen, it is. <laughs> I've never seen you like this, James. Well, because we haven't done a live episode. like We've had yes. eccentric guests on the podcast yes. in the studio. Yes. And I know what my role is in those ones. I'm like, okay, we don't want... I can't go full genie weirdo on this one. Yeah. I've got to, we've got to keep a balanced podcast going. Let them, let, let them run. Sam, I'm, I'm loving this here. But I'm very torn because also, also I'm in front of an audience. Yes. Who have seen me in the first half. <laughs> and now I'm suddenly this other guy who's going, well, I guess uh, this has to happen now. <laughs> because I can't be saying that shit from earlier with this because this would be like a fever dream for everybody. <laughs> also, I wasn't sure what Sam said then. I think it was... Um, Sponge roll or... Do you say the pikelets? Just, just pikelets. Pikelets. Pikelets, yes. <laughs> Are you, what's your issue now, James? What's well, the I think I know what pikelets is. I think that, I actually I think I know what pikelets is. I think that Carl Pilkington 
likes pikelets. Are you sure? And I think you, I've listened yeah. to an old XFM radio show clip yeah. of Carl Pilkington yeah. saying he likes pikelets right. and getting bullied for liking pikelets. Are you sure you've just not confused his surname because it sounds a bit like pikelets? I don't know anymore, Ed. <laughs> so pikelets as in thin crumpets, right? Oh. They're actually, I think, quite thick. They... <laughs> well... So the difference between... I think start with a pancake in your mind. Yeah. Well, this is good, actually. Yeah. So that's there. Is this like a guided meditation? Yeah. Yeah. And picture a pancake. Okay. You don't have anything to worry about. You're all right. Hold on, what's that? A pancake? Far out. Oh. Hey, that looks all right. What were you going to do? Ah, put it off. We're looking at this. You've got this pancake. Shrink it down. Make it not for breakfast, but for lunch. For lunch. Make it thicker. And I had it in my lunchbox. My mum would... I'd get that in my lunchbox at school and it was sort of admired. That meditation ended quickly. And breathe. <laughs> so thicker than a pancake. Yeah. But I thought they were thin crumpets. Ooh, I think a pikelet, maybe I'm like, yeah, wrong, but I, I picture it's like very pancake-like, maybe a bit thicker just in every way. Just, yeah. And, and maybe sweet. Maybe more flour, I think, really. And they taste sweet. So, yeah, sort of, yeah. And would you have anything on the pikelets? Just butter. Butter. Yeah. Butter on pikelets. You'd seem sad, James. What's up with you? It doesn't sound like a dessert. It doesn't sound like a good dessert. Just to have something that's kind of sweet, kind of a pancake but not, with some butter on it. Would they be in your lunchbox as a dessert item or would they be the main bit of the meal? No, no, they would something something for afterwards. Something for afterwards. Yeah. What would your mum put in your lunchbox to eat before the pikelets? Oh, I would have bananas. I'd have chicken crimpy shapes. <laughs> Hang on. I didn't hear it properly. I think you said chicken cribby shakes or something. Is anyone Australian chicken crimpy shapes? That is going to... I mean, that does, yeah. Chicken crimpy shakes. Tr- chicken crimpy is a type of shape. So the shapes... <laughs> sh- okay, so shapes... Shapes is a type... Is a family of biscuits, of savoury uh, crackers. Okay, I'm completely lost here. And... It, Shapes are a family of crackers. So Shapes is the name of this whole operation, Shapes. Yeah. You know, shapes are the company. I was thinking, I thought you were about to explain to me what Shapes are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone could do that. <laughs> Here we go. English, English pikelets are a cross between a drop scone, scotch pancake and a crumpet. So that's what I was imagining. Okay, yeah, I can kind of imagine that. To me, crumpet, what is a crumpet? That's got many holes in it. Hey? Yes. Yeah. I, I used imagine- to, um, so I went to crumpets because of my uh, friend uh, Jackie O'Hara. And we used to, he used to live near uh, a dolphin sanctuary. And we would, uh, we would go and we would like uh, throw marbles in, and, the, and dolphins would balance them on their nose. And uh, a guy came up to us once and he said, You guys sure are crazy marble legends. What's that got to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) He's on drugs. He's smacked out. He's on drugs. I apologise, Sam. I (laughs) apologise. Sorry, Sam. So it's either the pikelets or 
sponge roll. Yeah, which I think here is called a Swiss roll. Swiss roll. Do you know this one, the jam line? Yeah. <laughs> so it's vanilla sponge? Yeah. And you've got jam and cream? I love what they're doing with the jam. Would you have that on birthdays or anything? Yeah, Which, special occasions. That special occasions yeah. would be the, the the Swiss roll or sponge roll. We would call it a sponge roll. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what special occasions are we talking? Birthdays, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, mainly. And I know my mum is making them again like crazy and just... She is so about quantity. This woman is all about quantity. So she's a great artist, I think, and she does these beautiful watercolours, but she makes thousands. <laughs> she's just like... A machine, and then sponge rolls. Everyone in the community, Tibbs and Signet in Tasmania, everyone's getting a sponge roll. That's lovely. Yeah. So which which do you want? Which are you leaning towards? The Swiss roll, sorry, sponge roll, or the pikelets? Just based on some of the stuff James has said, probably the Swiss roll. Yes. Are you having custard with that, or is it just on its own? Oh, maybe ice cream. Oh, lovely. Vanilla. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and vanilla ice cream. And is what this... other ones are there? <laughs> What other flavours are there? Okay. <laughs> you ca I can't deny this guy. Every time he looks at me. Yeah, no, I'm aware. This is like, I mean, look, if you weren't this type of person, our podcast wouldn't work. <laughs> you would have looked at me episode one and gone, I'm not fucking responding to that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is an important part of your personality. But, oh, it's like talking to a kitten. I can't... He goes, well... What other, other flavours are there? And then just looks at me with these big open eyes, like uh, chocolate. Oh, it's chocolate, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think vanilla's the best choice to go with the sponge roll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't it insane? You know, ice cream. Can we just talk about like quantity? Like suddenly you're like, do you want this, or do you want double the amount of food you were going to have? Do you know what I mean? It's like the scoop. You're like another scoop. It is a big deal. Uh, okay. Imagine right. you like I, a steak. You're like, oh, you want a steak? What do you want? Two steaks. It's like. <laughs> I see. So in ice cream shops, they offer a scoop. Yeah. Or a whole other scoop. Yeah. What would you prefer they did? Fractions. <laughs> so scoop and an eighth yeah. of, a, of a scoop. I've seen him have um, a, a gelato burger sort of thing. He has seen that. Yeah. <laughs> We, we got it a few weeks ago. Well, I got a gelato burger. What? It was... Oh, don't tell me oh, you're going to fucking start doing this now. <laughs> it was like a brioche bun. And you could choose the ice cream that would be the In burger. It. Yeah. And an ice cream that would be the burger sauce. That was kind of that ice cream that they made into a sauce. So I had hazelnut ice cream as the burger. And this pistachio... Uh, like sauce on it with the bun and it didn't look like they'd put a lot in it but actually it was the perfect amount Sam got what did you get? I don't know if I had, oh I had you oh, got something on a stick yeah like a sort of a didn't I get sort of like an ice cream Sam sandwich? got it like was a wafers, a, yeah it was like an ice cream sandwich on a stick dipped in chocolate yeah and been Sam dipped. had that it had been dipped we walked around and we ate and when we talked about how lucky we were to be alive we're going with the Swiss roll and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, with a very healthy, you know, the 
Dandruff. <laughs> the thing is, I've had such a lovely time, but I can't help but think, when you go to restaurants, Sam, this is how long the order actually takes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm going to read your menu back to you now. I only just learned recently, if they, had, if they have a name tag that says their name, you don't say, don't say their name. Really? That's fine to do that. Really? I think people are like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I agree with Sam. Yeah, I, I don't do it. No, you are right. It's like douchey businessman move. Be like, well, Linda, you yeah. can get us. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. We shouldn't even have names. <laughs> you would like sparkling water. You want poppadoms, and you don't want them to be conservative with the yogurts. Plus lime pickle, mango chutney, raw onion. Start a pepper crunch sandwich from Crunch & Co. in Brighton. Main course, Biang Biang noodles from Jan Impression. Yeah. Near the Emirates Stadium. Side dish for two salad with uh, Majadara from Al Asil in Sydney. Drink. Wimmers. Fuck, I've forgotten about Wimmers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we barely touched on uh, Portino. Yeah, we barely had anything about Portino. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We didn't really get to delve into Portino because there was quite a lot of time spent learning what Wimmers was <laughs> and hearing quite a bit about Joseph O'Hare. <laughs> and dessert, your mum's sponge roll with vanilla ice cream. That is the menu of Sam Cap. <laughs> Feel good? Sam, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the Off Menu podcast. Fantastic. Give it up once more for Sam Campbell! Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Nottingham. You're absolutely fantastic. Bye bye. Well, there we are. What a, I mean, that episode was mad, but I loved it. Absolute madness. We did love it. And Sam is on tour now with Wobservations. <laughs> you can go to samcampbelltour.com. He's got his fucking show, Wobservations. <laughs> also, listen to Sam's podcast with Lucy Beaumont, which is called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and they, they obviously did um, Taskmaster together. Yeah, and Lucy's in an upcoming live episode of this. Yeah. I cannot imagine what that podcast is going to be like. You know, I believe it's being produced by the same uh, people who produce our podcast. Yeah. So more, more power to Benito. Yeah, I'll tell you this. It'll be produced very professionally. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Bye. Bye. I'm Sarah Pascoe. And I'm Carrie Adloyd. You might remember us from the peak of our careers, appearing on the excellent Off Menu podcast. It's the greatest we've ever felt, and we know we'll never achieve that again. But if you remember those episodes and enjoyed what we did, you might be a fan of our book choices and our new comedy podcast, Sarah and Carrie Ad's Weirdos Book Club. Imagine us not talking about food, but talking about books. But with the comedians you know from Off Menu, like Nish Kumar, John Kern, Sophie Duca, and more. We're not copying them, we're doing our own thing. It's totally different. It's about books. It's about books. But there's no genies involved. It's a space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. <laughs> Just like James A. Custer's bedroom. Ew. <laughs> a place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club, but doesn't like wine or nibbles. 
You can read along, share your opinions, or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank, Thank you for, for reading, reading with us. us. We like reading with <laughs> Got you. Got the ending wrong as well. <laughs>